Hello. Microphone. Amen. Microphone check. Testing one, two, three. I read you loud and clear. That's great. Seems to be mutual. Perfect. Excellent. How are you doing, man? We're doing it. Well, let's get this going. Hell yeah, dude. That means that it's time for a theme song. Hello and welcome to Hello, We Don't Talk, Let's Talk, the show where I, Christopher Hua, reconnect with old friends. Uh, today on the show, we have the uh, competitive John Martin. I competitive. Could, I, could I like it. Another adjective, but I see you regularly in that Valorant in the competitive cues. Hey, good man, good man. John Thanks for. I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on board. It's been uh, it's been a hot minute since we talked. So yeah, I, I was trying to I was trying to think about when that would have been. Uh, maybe there was like a dinner or something in one of the summers after we had already started university. But I don't think that's actually true because I you went to university in a different city. I think. Uh, no, I was so I was at the University of Waterloo, oh. and I think you were there as well. And I think yeah. I may have ran into you a couple times, maybe back in like 2012, 2013 kind of era. So. I think I think um, conservatively we'll say it's been maybe seven years since we uh, since we last saw each other, but uh, it's uh, it's good to see your face and to hear your voice. Yeah, it's good to see you too, man. How have things been? How are you? They've doing, been good. How are you doing today specifically? Today specifically, I uh, just came back from brunch, so I'm feeling uh, feeling the mimosas a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's it's a nice uh, nice cool summer day here in uh, in Vancouver. So, and how about things with you? Things are going pretty steady. Uh, big old breakfast. I think there's like a barbecue happening in my backyard now that I'll probably head up after this. Um, awesome. Yeah, just living with uh, Marco and his brother. Uh, I did a lot of gaming earlier. Won my first round of Fall Guys. That was exciting. Oh, Fall Guys. I heard that. Uh, I saw that there was a game that's out now, and I don't know anything about it. But uh, imagine like, uh, like one of those game shows, like Wipeout or like Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Uh, except you get to actually participate. It's great. I, rec- cool. I highly recommend it. Uh, so yeah, a lot, a lot of gaps to fill in uh, in the last almost decade. Uh, so you went to Waterloo. My understanding is that you are currently uh, a chartered accountant. Close. Um, I work. I work in the financial services industry, um, uh, primarily as a software engineer. So. It's uh, it's a classic kind of Waterloo grad um, kind of job, I guess, um, doing software engineering. But it's it's um, strictly within uh, the finance industry, um, in investment management. Hmm. And that's out in Vancouver. Uh, Want to shout out your firm? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a small company just called Connor Clark and Lund. Um, nobody's ever heard of it. Um, it. It's funny. Like I moved out here. Uh, I was primarily looking for finance jobs going out of school and. Uh, Obviously, you think of Toronto as being kind of the place to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, At least in Canada. For, yeah, for Canada, for sure. Nobody ever thinks of Vancouver, but uh, this job opportunity came up. And so uh, I thought it'd be a cool opportunity to just get a change of scenery and try something different. So, Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so how long have you been out in BC? So I think I just hit the three-year mark um, a couple months ago. So it's been three years now, and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I think I'll be here for a few more years uh, anyways. Um uh, but yeah, it's, it's been awesome. It's a, it's a beautiful place for sure. Wonderful. And for yourself, you're, uh, from what I understand, I watched a few of your previous podcasts and so I've gleaned some information here and there. Um, uh, you're, you're in Kitchener working with an insurance company. Yep. Uh, working at Allianz Insurance, uh, 
specializing in travel medical, currently helping out with adjudication duties because, man, there's a lot of claims. To, oh, to for sure. To. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the technology, I feel, is so like out of date because it just looks like a, like an old-ass IBM like DOS screen. Oh, yeah, that's classic. But, uh, you know, that's that's it's just functional technology is how we're going to word it. Hey, that's, that's how it goes in, uh, in insurance, in banking in finance, uh, technology is kind of an afterthought. Yeah. So you're not, you're not dealing with the latest and greatest. That's for sure. Yeah. Still dealing with faxes too. That's always a treat. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, welcome to the 1990s. It's great. <laughs> uh, so obviously, you, uh, as, as we may have seen through your, through your webcam, you, you live with, I'm assuming your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's just in the process of moving in. Um, we met a few months back, um, during quarantine or before everything? before quarantine kind of got started. So it was an opportunity to kind of shack up and have somebody to hang out with throughout quarantine. So it's good. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, yeah, we met earlier, I want to say in October, um, online, of course, that's how it's done these days. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. And so, yeah, she's, uh, she's just in the process of moving in. So we're both super excited. Radical. Uh, what was your experience like online dating before that? A lot, a lot of hits, a lot of misses. Yeah, it's just a, it's a total. Oh yeah, I mean it's just a total <laughs> crapshoot, right? It really depends. Uh, you have good weeks, you have bad weeks, you have weeks where you want to throw your phone in the garbage. Um, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's just one of the. Yeah, it takes time. It's a numbers game more than anything else, right? So yeah. eventually, you meet somebody that you kind of connect with, and uh, and and it's all it's all fun and games after that. It's so. Just a matter of persistence and uh, not letting it bog you down. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, for sure. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so obviously 2020 current year, uh, some big events happening, uh, mostly people being forced to stay in their homes for the most part due to quarantine. Uh, how has your quarantine life been? You know, it's funny. Uh, it's funny listening to people's like different reactions and, and how they, uh, how they adjust to it. For me, it's been pretty much like dream come true, uh, being able <laughs> to work from home and, you know, I'm a, I'm a closet introvert. Um, I, so I, I like to stay at home. I just kind of do my own thing. Um, it's been awesome. Yeah. If my place is a little bigger, I think I'd be a little bit happier, but for the most part, I can't complain. It's, it's really nice to just be sitting at home and, and my company was pretty quick to get on the work from home train. So nice. I think we started so, yeah, basically mid March, as soon as everything kind of got underway. Um, and it's been a great opportunity to catch up on sports now that they're back, um, oh, catch yeah. up on some video games I haven't played in ages. Um, so it's, it's just been awesome. Yeah. Uh, so have you played anything else outside of Valorant? I know that's been the the big hotness for you. Yeah, Valorant has been my lately. yeah for sure. I've been uh, I've been going hard on that game. It's 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 a ton of fun because I don't come from uh, a big PC gaming background really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I recall your your Guitar Hero prowess. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you remember that? Eh? And some and some smashing that happened. But that's yeah, that was uh, those are the good old days back in high school for sure. <laughs> um, and I think you and I both played League quite a bit back True. in the day for sure. Yeah. So obviously with the same company coming out with a new game after what, like a decade of being mm-hmm. around, um, I figured I'd try it out. And so I've been playing that a lot with uh, just like some friends and, and my brother. Um, it's been a ton of fun. And I play, I still occasionally play some league. Um, they have those like clash tournaments that are, that are kind of out and around now. So yeah, those are cool. when those come up, I'll, I'll like boot camp it for two days, put some practice <laughs> in and then, uh, Damn, that's and grind out a tournament but like I, like I said at the top competitive <laughs> competitive yeah I don't play for uh, I don't play unrated that's for sure um, how about you you still, you still mess around in league a little bit uh, I haven't booted up league in a while it's mostly been Valorant and uh, Fall Guys as of this previous week and then leading up to that most of the time was just spent playing WoW because uh, 
man, I can't get enough of that game and just other people essentially. The the one thing I've learned about my gaming habits is that it's like, there's not a lot that I enjoy just doing on my own. I, I feel a need to, to connect with other people either while I'm doing something solo or in like a cooperative way. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that. Like it's been my experience as well. Like, you know, there was a time uh, maybe a year ago before, you know, 2019, um, you know, I bought a switch and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna play some single player games, have some fun. Uh, if I'm, if I find myself on a odd, like Tuesday night with nothing to do, then I'll, you know, boot up Zelda or whatever. But it's funny, like, um, getting back into kind of like multiplayer online kind of competitive games for the past few months has been kind of a way just to socialize. And like, I haven't seen my group of friends in God knows how long, but the fact that we all kind of play the same game online, it's, uh, it's been kind of a blessing in that sense, just to be able to talk to them for sure. uh, when I otherwise wouldn't be so. Super underrated by uh, yeah. by the mainstream, I think. Yeah, no, but, for sure. But, for but sure. we know, we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's so, your how about rank? My Valorant rank? Uh, I want to say in Act One, I peaked at Gold Two, so mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of pretty average, below average, but uh, I'm learning. So I think right now, I just did my placements and I'm like silver. Nice. So, uh, of choice. I'm a brimstone guy. Yeah, I like to. Bye. I like to misuse my smokes. So. It's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, They're it's a ton hard. of fun. Yeah. Uh, you were in the middle of asking a question before I asked. No, I was just going to say, it's um, at the risk of kind of like beating a dead horse, I'm sure you get the, que- the same questions kind of from everybody that goes on the, on the podcast. But for you, um, uh, you know, I know you went to Waterloo and I know you're working in insurance now, but what was kind of like you had to fill me in the gaps of the past 10 years for you sure. as quickly as you wanted. <laughs> uh, so the journey was like, even when I applied to Waterloo, I didn't even get into the program that I applied to, but they just gave me that sort of alternative offer where it's just like, well, you may as well just join us for honors mathematics. So I'm just like, sure. Uh, first year, easy clap, uh, no problems. Uh, and then second year, I started to like lose my grip on anything math related. I just like, nothing was clicking in my brain. I couldn't understand what was happening. Grades fell off a cliff. And then third year, uh, pretty much more of the same. So I was like, all right, may- maybe schooling right now is just like not the thing for me to do. So I need to like clear my mind. Gonna just gonna take a break from school because that's a that's a thing people do. Everyone yeah. does it. It's fine. Oh yeah. But uh, it turns out when you do that, uh, if you're from a family like mine, everyone's gonna ask you just like, so when are you gonna finish your degree if it goes on for too long? Uh, and then be- being the guy I am, I, ne- I like never really planned things super far ahead so i didn't have an answer ever um but after a while and the working uh, night shift at zares i'm just like all right i got i gotta i gotta finish this thing so that they got off my back in that regard and i'm gonna start earning money uh at like an office job or something so i looked at the credits that i had i looked at what was available in terms of like maybe maybe it's math that i'm failing at not like general academia so i pivoted to uh, an econ degree and like everything was going super smoothly i was able to like study which for the most part i wasn't doing throughout grades one through 12 just kind of you know naturally gifted intellect uh, yeah. uh just just going home playing games and then going to school doing the work and then going home playing games again mm-hmm. still passing doesn't matter um but yeah there was like maybe one course where I was like incredibly engaged and wound up with like a 99. Uh, that was the game theory course. 
Oh, classic. I love it. Uh, and yeah, so I ended up graduating around 2016 uh, in the summer. Spent six months looking for a job. And then uh, I found out that my friend was working at like a mailroom at a different insurance company. So just like, I guess if I'm going to start working somewhere, I may as well start at like the base entry level. Yeah. So I started applying to like mailrooms at other insurance companies to not seem like an, a total copycat, but that was pretty much the impetus of it. Uh, then one company ended up hiring me, and that's where I've been for uh, three and a half, almost four years now. Four years, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's funny listening to that. It's uh, it almost sounds like our stories are kind of mirrored in, in a sense because I mean, I didn't graduate till 2017, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, you know, I think we both kind of took pretty not straight and narrow paths through school, and it was pretty similar for me. Like, you know, I started out in uh, I think it was computational physics, I was in our first year. Uh, wasn't doing well. Um, and I bounced around, I want to say to maybe like four different programs for university. Oh, wow. And I was even doing like English for a semester. I was like, just completely like no clue what I was doing. Right. Um, and eventually around like 20, 2014, 2015, things started clicking. I transitioned to math econ. So again, econ degree. Um, and then I was able to kind of pull myself together and, and find some, find some passion at least in, in what I was studying. So, um, but it's funny, like I'm a firm believer in like the people who kind of have those like more difficult journeys through school. Mm-hmm. Um, when you kind of get those those hard parts out of the way in your 20s, um, it does I think set you up to be um, to be a little more grounded and successful later on, hopefully. Uh, so I know you have like a brother and sister who are of similar age. Uh, did watching their academic careers in any way uh, motivate or? Um, like, like have an impact on your psyche through your struggle, through your own struggles? It, it, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, both of them were able to find success in, in the things that they were passionate about. So um, with my brother, I mean, he went to McGill. Um, I don't know. You, you, I'm sure you remember like Henry and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, Simon and those guys, they, yeah, they all went to McGill together. And so they, they were having a good time. Um, my brother, I think he, I think he did bounce a couple of times, but they were all kind of within like math and computer science. Um, and so he ended up graduating in either 2015 or 2016. And he was, you know, landing internships. He was able to get a job in, in New York. He's still working at Spotify in New York. So, um, you know, he was uh, he was able to get kind of through school on, in a pretty reasonable amount of time and, and find something he likes doing. Mm-hmm. And so that was a kind of like benchmark level of, of success that I wanted to hit as well. And then for my sister, um, she did do uh, one semester or one year, I think, of chemistry in McGill. And ended up dropping out. It wasn't her passion. And then she, uh, you know, her, her lifelong passion was always like baking and cooking. And so she went mm-hmm. to... Uh, she ended up going to Conestoga and doing this cooking program. She even had like a four month um, kind of apprenticeship in, in France, which was really dope. And then she's uh, she's now working as kind of like a sous chef at a restaurant. So um, yeah, I think both of them being able to find out what they were doing and what they liked doing was, uh, it was inspiring. I don't want to sound too cheesy, but it was, it, it kind of helped me figure out what I like, what am I doing here with my life? And mm-hmm. I got to get going here. So for sure. Sorry, I had a list of things and I just got lost. Oh yeah, no um, worries, no worries. So you uh, so you said that you game with your brother a couple times to- or pretty regularly, uh, generally keeping contact with your family throughout the the lockdown. Yeah, I do my best. Um, I'm I'm not the type of kid to call their parents like every day. Yeah. In fact, ever I don't I talk to them <laughs> on Facebook Messenger and that's about it. And that's gotcha. hopefully enough. Um, but I do I, I do I'm, I'm especially close with my brother. Um, it's funny like we game together pretty much every night with him and his girlfriend. I think back when Overwatch came out. Uh, I don't think she like his girlfriend was like a gamer at all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I showed my brother. She was like visiting for the holidays or something. And I was like playing this game. I'm, like yo, this is like the sickest game. Like shooting <laughs> bad guys. Like 
and then she got really into it and she's like she ended up getting really into that game and then uh valorant came out and we all started playing together so it's it's been fun uh favorite map on valorant uh, so it's yeah it's they're, they're, i think they're all pretty hated um <laughs> It's funny, it rotates for me. There's ones I like, and there's ones I'm good at playing. Um, so my favorite are Bind and Ascent, even though Ascent is op hell. Yep. Um, but uh, I, I feel I perform best on Split. How about you? How about you? Uh, I like Bind a lot. Um, I play a lot of Cypher, and like cameras on Bind are like super easy and oh, yeah. give a lot of knowledge, and some people, for some reason... Even though they're like the most common uh, camera spots, people still don't shoot them out. So I'm just like, well, they're on B, and I see everything they're doing. Yeah. It's really easy. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to play characters like that, too, because uh, your team can never rage at you for insta-locking a jet or something. So Yeah. Cool. <laughs> how, is uh, your, um, how is your family holding up through quarantine? Have you, have you been keeping uh, kind of in contact with them? Yeah, actually, um, I ran into my parents the other day. Uh, I had to return like a, a Tupperware container. I didn't know if they were home. I didn't bother calling them to see if they were going to be home. Um, so I like had a haircut nearby. So I figured, okay, I'll get all these errands done in a day. And as I'm like on the way to get my haircut, I like see them out for a walk. It's like, oh, this is convenient. Um, their spirits are oddly up. Uh, they have no real complaints. My mom currently works at a like as a checkout person at Zares. Oh yeah. Um, which is a big pivot from where she was as like a waitress for like 30, 40 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sister and I both suspect that like she has found uh, a sort of appreciation in being like an essential worker and being recognized as such from customers and stuff. Uh, so we're, we're both happy for her because she wasn't having the most fun at work previously. Yeah. And then um, my dad's basically retired now, I think. I don't know if he's officially sent in for like pension or whatever, but uh, he's just kind of home most of the day, going out hey, for jobs, chilling. going out for walks. Yeah, he's yeah, that's a, awesome. Old man doesn't have to prove anything anymore. He just gets to do what he wants. Yeah, hey, that's the dream, right? That's that's what we're all waiting for. <laughs> that's what we're so. all waiting for. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And your sister is uh, your sister's doing okay as well. Oh yeah, she's out in Calgary. Uh, I still am not entirely sure what she does on a di- on a day to day basis. Yeah. Um, we will chat like once every month, every two months or so. Um, that's that's crazy, Calgary. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually just there um, this past weekend, uh, and it's funny seeing the difference in provincial kind of standards. Yeah, it's for, wild. Like, I mean, it, it's funny. Like in BC, we've obviously been pretty for whatever reason, and I don't think it's the people. I don't think it's anything for any reason. But I think we just got lucky. But for whatever reason, we haven't had a ton of cases, at least compared to, mm-hmm. to Ontario. I know Ontario got hit super hard, right? Especially um, the amount of travel from like, like incoming from China for the most part. I guess yeah, once that travel exactly. comes up though, like things shut down real quick. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's been interesting because like, because of the fact that we haven't had too many cases, I think even the, the provincial government's been pretty lax with like, um, there's no bylaws in terms of like, you must wear masks. Mm-hmm. So you don't see people wearing masks at all. And restaurants are pretty just like open, like everything's open. It doesn't even feel like COVID's a thing for the most part. Yeah. But it's funny driving into Calgary; it's a total opposite world. I mean, everything like masks everywhere. They take they take it super seriously. It's bylaws, 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 um, and it's it's cool. But Calgary is a cool city, so. Yeah, I've been meaning to travel out there at least once to visit her while she's still there. Um, and by that I mean she has constantly invited me, and I've never actually done it. But, yeah. Uh, 
maybe once everything opens back up and I feel comfortable traveling and have vacation, I'll, I'll finally uh, bite the bullet on that one. Yeah. Uh, so, John, our, our, our opening salvo uh, for today's interview, uh, chat. It's a chat. It's always just going to be a conversation. I should not refer to these as interviews. Yeah. Um, Catching up with old friends. Yeah. Uh, John, what is something that you've experienced in the last, you know, five plus years uh, that you would recommend that people maybe, maybe do try? And what is something oh. that you recommend that they maybe don't try? Oh, this is, this is an interview. Okay. Um, let me think about this. Um, that's a really good question. Something that I would recommend that I have done in the past five years. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think this is just like a personal thing, but um, don't be afraid to, to look for a job in a different city. Um, I know a lot of people went to school in different cities and so they've had experiences like that, but because I went to school in Waterloo, I always never really felt like I left home. And so actually moving out to Vancouver for my job was kind of the first real deal where I was like super far away from family and friends. And I kind of had to, to find my own footing. And I think that's, um, I think that's a valuable life experience that a lot of people should have at some point. Um, so that's the thing I would recommend maybe. And then something I don't recommend that I've done the past five years. Hmm. I'll have to get back to you on that one. I don't have anything that comes to mind. Let me, let me think about that one. Yeah. Uh, were you still living at home when you were studying in university? Um, I kind of alternated. So the first year I was at Waterloo, I lived in residence, which was a cool experience, but it was, I mean, even still, you're never more than like a 20 minute drive from home. And so, you know, I'd go home on weekends and do laundry and like, you know, it still feels like you're kind of under <laughs> your mom and dad's reign of terror. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, but then I did spend a couple, couple semesters actually just living like straight up living at home. And then a few more semesters where I was uh, just living like random student housing. Um, gotcha. uh, was it, it was classic, business. like young man living like subsisting off of instant noodles or whatever? Or were yeah, you, I mean, were for a while. Habits? Terrible habits. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, for a while. I mean, I was like classic, like terrible roommate, right? Like I, I literally just like, I was living in a basement apartment for one of the semesters and, uh, and it, we had like a little mini kitchen out there. And I literally just like, this was back in the glory days where I was like gunning for like league rank. Mm-hmm. And so I would literally just like sit, I would skip class. I would sit in my room and just play league. I, you know, microwave some pizza pockets, have some Coke <laughs> and like my kitchen now would just be stacked with like dirty dishes. Classic, it was uh, it was classic gamer energy. <laughs> classic, like, you know, 20 year old kid who, uh, he doesn't have a direction in life, yeah. I guess. But, uh, but so, I mean, there is, there's all that. And then, I think over time, once I kind of found out what I wanted to do, then things got better and I was a little bit, had maybe a little bit better habits uh, mm-hmm. later on, but but still, yeah, it's it's no real comparison to, to now, I think so. And how about you? I mean, were you living, did you ever live on campus in Waterloo? Uh, never on campus. I lived with my parents up until I moved out uh, last year. Um, yeah. I did spend like a three month stint living with Joe Stoller because uh, his housemate had like to sublet her space to go back east for the summer or whatever but like struggled to find a person. So it's like, I have money. I may as well do it. Get that light bit, light amount of experience. Yeah. And that was a super uh, enjoyable summer for me. Uh, I, I, I kind of miss it. Yeah. 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 Uh, for sure. The first time moving out is always a fun one. You suddenly have this like you know, wave of freedom that you're like, uh, you know, and you take advantage of it for sure. Oh, it's for like sure. All you can eat, you're ordering like, it every I, night. I, and like, there was one time it was like an LCS weekend. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to order I'm, I'm going to go grab a dozen donuts and I'm just going to sit on this couch and watch high level North American league of legends. Oh, that is the uh, meaning of adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. 
then there was one time though where it was like past midnight. I'm I'm playing a game of league of my own, and then I think like a bat flew into the room and I didn't understand what was happening. A bat, yeah, yeah. I think That's it was a, a bat because it then it just vanished. It just kind of went away on its own. I have no idea where it went or how it got in in the first place, or if it was even real or I was just hallucinating. Yikes! Uh, super fun moment. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, have you had a chance to kind of like keep up with uh, with any of your old high school friends? Yeah, so I do have a group chat with uh, Akram, Marco, Eddie, Mike, and Brian. Um, obviously, through the course of the show, I've been able to to talk to, to some old friends. Um, but other than that, a lot of the people that I talk to are from like the sort of network of friends that I formed with uh, people that went to U of T. Uh, a lot of people who are actually from Kitchener Waterloo, but went to like KCI or something, uh, just like a different high school. But right, uh, when one of my friends wound up at U of T, he just kind of brought me into this network of uh, of people from from around here. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, so that's like my core, well, part of my one of my many core gaming groups. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, been able to keep you know a dozen or so. Uh, strong contacts throughout the years. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I think for myself, it's been uh, it ha- that hasn't been the case. I mean, I still occasionally will, you know, I'll send a message to to some of my old friends like Connor and and whatever. But uh, I mean, certainly, yeah, I think I think the last time I actually saw um, some of my old high school friends would have been yeah, 2013, 2014. It's been it's been a long, long time. Um, but it's funny you still have all your friends on Facebook, right? So it's, it's yeah. interesting. Like you, you stop kind of talking to them, but you keep seeing their lives unfold in mm-hmm. front of you. Just kind of catch a glimpse in the peripheral. Uh, yeah. Just like major life event here and there. It's like yeah, oh, good for them. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's a treat. It's uh, we're you know, um, and as much as like you're kind of watching their movie unfold, it's like you realize that people kind of watch you too. So, um, yeah. it's like man, I don't want to post on Facebook anymore. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my goal with anything I post on Facebook is just like I if just make someone laugh, brighten up their day a little bit. They don't need to know who who I am or how I'm how yeah. I'm, how I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Just, here's a meme. Yeah, your feed is full of memes, which I appreciate. So right. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad to provide a service. Uh, so John, what is something that you are passionate about? Uh, we we've obviously talked a bit about Valorant. Um, yeah. Is there is there anything else you are doing? or uh, are constantly keeping your, your, your thumb on the pulse? Uh, great question. Um, I guess I have to say something, eh? Um, I'd say hockey. Uh, not playing. God, no. Uh, watching <laughs> watching hockey is, is probably my biggest thing right now. Um, now that it's back, sports are back. Um, I'm a huge Toronto Maple Leafs fan, obviously. So, um, big win last night? Big, big win in OT last night, so we'll, we'll take those. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's just... Uh, everybody needs something to look forward to. And so, uh, you know, sometimes it's nice to just kind of get home and kick back and watch a couple of hockey games. And yeah, that's one thing I was definitely missing throughout the pandemic for sure. But apart from that, I don't think, um, yeah, I've been spending most of my time. It's funny. Like I think for the first two years when I was out here, I was doing a lot of studying cause I was doing this. Um, I was trying to get the certification. And so once that finished up, uh, just in the past year, I found myself with all this free time. And so that's <laughs> kind of what kicked the gaming habit back in a high gear. Gotcha. Um, so that's, yeah, those are kind of the two main things. Uh, one of the things I also remember about you from high school was you did uh, a lot of track. Uh, have you have you still kept up any sort of workout regimen? 
certainly not um <laughs> certainly not cross country or track that's for sure Fair enough. um yeah i know my weight has basically yo-yoed uh, up and down since since the you know the glory days of like high school track but um i do uh i, I did kind of go to the gym on and off throughout university and then um now it's just kind of i'll play pickup soccer or pickup tennis whenever i can but yeah definitely nothing like nothing serious for sure fair enough how about you what's uh aside from aside from valorant uh, and and work what do you what keeps you busy uh so if uh, i i follow just like a lot of twitch streams as of late i never was really big into them for the most part i i knew there's something that you know had decent fan bases going into it but um the the, the recent chess event that they had uh like chess.com or whatever really made me see the sort of personality sides of a lot of different streamers um especially playing like an old ass game like chess instead of like you know current video game of whatever so was this like a proper chess tournament or was it kind of like a celebrity like here's a bunch of streamers who normally do other shit and they're pretty, gonna be like let's just all that. play chess uh yeah. but they had like uh basically a bunch of gms come in to coach them uh on like stream every day oh no way yeah it was super cool uh were you a chess player oh, yourself? No, I, I, I never played chess outside of like my family um, where we had like just like a single chess board for whatever reason, even though like nobody else played chess. So I'd play like a game against my sister because we knew how the game worked, but never looked into strategy or anything. Um, yeah. And then I, uh, after it got to a point where I stopped playing board games at home because we didn't because uh, we no longer had uh, a lot of time together, uh, stopped playing chess altogether never joined like the school club i did volunteer at like a the kw chess fest once oh no way uh, but that was just to get hours for uh the ontario diploma oh yeah 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 um classic but watching it uh made me somewhat interest somewhat more interested um as of late so i've been playing like on and off games against friends over the internet yeah yeah it's funny i uh i used to be pretty into chess and like yeah i had a chess.com account back then uh, and of course it was competitive as hell. I'd always play. <laughs> that's the thing when you grow up with a twin brother, you always have to be the best at like everything you do. Right. So For sure. uh, we, you know, Everybody we had chess needs boards. a rival. Exactly. So we, yeah, we played a lot of chess growing up and like we had one of those glass chess boards and they never lasted more than a month. Cause like one of us <laughs> just gets super angry after a loss and start breaking chess pieces. So, um, but yeah, I know we, yeah, I think uh, we played a couple of years ago lots online. So it was, it was a, that was another fun hobby for sure. Nice. Uh, do you remember, uh, what like your your time uh, preferred time structure was like five minute zero second increments. I can't remember what the uh, what the what the structure we played was, but we did play with like the Elo rated mm-hmm. games. Or I, I don't know, I forget how it all works, but there was um there was an Elo rating anyways, and uh, yeah, we were always we were always like sending each other messages like haha, I'm like one <laughs> one Elo above you, loser. Um, but uh, yeah, I know it, it was a fun time for sure. I can't remember. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple years. Fair. Uh, so the, so, so the next thing I want to pitch to you, uh, so, so normally I ask my, my previous guests if they have any questions for the upcoming guest, uh, but my previous guest decided to once again, exceed all expectation and, uh, basically wanted to produce a segment. Uh, are you familiar with pitchforks over under pitchforks on over under never heard of it. What's uh, that? so it's basically, they, they get whatever musician celebrity, uh, into a room and they just. Uh, ask them for their opinion on a subject and whether they think that thing is over or underrated. Okay. Uh, Sounds fun. I was given the following list. You can elaborate on your answers any amount you want. I may needle you for for detail, but uh, 
just, just got you. so i just have to say evaluation. got you over or underrated all right uh basement like uh, a house basement as a room house basement as like a living uh as like your place to live yeah uh underrated uh you yeah so you had mentioned that you were living in the basement um of like student housing uh i had a cool question this is, this is this compelling podcasting when you point that out <laughs> yeah no that's good the only reason i say underrated is because it gets such a bad rap and like haha you have basement dweller mm-hmm. but like it's actually kind of it's actually kind of nice you know you live in the basement it's, it's nice and cool space you don't get like insane heat waves coming into your basement unit um it's quiet it's uh it's uh, i think it's great yeah you kind of have the place yourself too so it's like you have this <laughs> own little mini kitchen i thought it was dope there was a stint where I was living in my parents' basement and then I moved back upstairs after uh, this one time I was like watching a movie or something with the lights off. But after the movie ended, turned on the lights and I just noticed that there were just like ants all over my wall. I'm just like, all right, this window is scuffed. I, I don't like this living situation anymore. I need to get out of yeah. here. Yeah, fair enough. Skittish round bugs. Uh, next over under, gluten as gluten? an allergen. Gluten as an allergen? Uh, I don't know if that's over or underrated. I think it's overemphasized maybe, but it exists as an allergen. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't rate it. I, I rate it as a thing that exists. Fair enough. Uh, theology. Theology. Um, from a very ignorant, uh, point of view that in fact, I actually have no idea what theology is aside from it's like a blanket, maybe thing that studies like religious theory. Mm-hmm. Um, Underrated? I never hear about it, so uh, underrated, sure. Fair assessment. Uh, OnlyFans, uh, by which I mean no air conditioning in a place you are staying, uh, so you have OnlyFans to cool yourself through the summer. You had me there in the first half. Um, <laughs> OnlyFans to cool yourself off in the summer. Uh, underrated, because, sorry, yeah, very underrated. No, very overrated, because that's currently my living situation, and I'm, like, literally screaming for an AC unit right now. <laughs> so overrated as someone who has recently moved into uh an air-conditioned house for the first time i i i i really wish that i had paid more money to have it installed in my parents place yeah yeah for real it's well you know what it's a damn treat it is you know and you can get those portable ones too right for a few hundred bucks you just kind of like plug the hose into the window and and you're good to go oh, yeah. um, i think i gotta do one of those i'm lucky that i live in a lucky uh, glass half full i live in a really small condo um, so I think if I got one of those portable units, it would just cool off the entire place. No problem. Nice. So I might do that. Uh, the Loblaws price fixing scandal. Do you recall, <sighs> do you recall this? Was this like the whole thing where they had to give everybody like $25 gift cards? Yeah. Because basically they had, um, I, I think they like colluded or something. Uh, oh, it's a price fixing scandal. They obviously set the price for, uh, for bread. <laughs> Like it was bread. That's right. Bread. I remember that. Um, as a as a not very often bread purchaser, um, underrated because it's twenty five dollars that I get for free. <laughs> True. Everybody got that gift card. Didn't matter. You don't have to prove a damn thing. Just need yeah. to be part of the suit. Exactly. Uh, what's your diet like these days? Terrible. Um, my diet is basically. Um, for a while there, I tried to get into cooking and uh, and did quite a bit of it, and I was trying to be healthy. Um, these days, though, I I order in pretty much all the time, 
And I try to compensate by like, oh, well, like, you know, I worked out today, so it's fine. Like I deserve it. I earned it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think more often than not, yeah, I'm like ordering in pizza or, you know, noodles or whatever the case may be. And, uh, and if there's a few pieces of broccoli in it, I'm like, yeah, it's good enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. terrible. I'd say. So I think that's, uh, that's going to be, have to ha- that's going to have to be a habit that changes sooner For rather sure. than later. Uh, same way here, uh, this morning, as I looked around, I was just like, all right, we're going to have to get some of these brown bags out of here. I, yeah. It, it's just a sign of guilt at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I find myself definitely drinking quite a bit more than, than I was pre-quarantine days as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll have no problem having a couple beers at the end of my workday. Um, whereas, like, I would previously only drink, like, every other like every other couple weekends kind of thing. Um and so that's that's definitely been like an uptick in in poor diet choices for sure. <laughs> uh, as you previously mentioned, uh, your sister works as a, as a sous chef. Have you reached out to her for any advice on sort of getting back into into cooking in any way, or are you perfectly content with just this uh, the, the takeout life? Yeah, I'm pretty content with the current situation. <laughs> to, to be oh, honest, but. Good. But yeah, you know, that's not a bad idea. It's a good excuse to reach out and talk for sure. Cause uh, yeah, I don't do that enough. Um, I don't keep in, in super close contact with her, but mm-hmm. um, it's a good idea for sure. I've had her food and she's actually really good. And uh, I was actually planning on, on getting her to come visit me for like a two week period just cause I want to eat her food. <laughs> um, but unfortunately that obviously fell through due to COVID, but yeah, yeah, I should, I should definitely get some, uh, some good cooking uh, lessons from her. Uh, does your partner cook at all? She does, yeah. She's uh, she's big into meal prepping, so she'll uh, she'll do the classic like Sunday night, make a big batch of fried rice or pasta. Uh, it's usually pretty healthy stuff, and, and she'll do that. And so we've done that a couple of times, and I try to help, but I'm I'm pretty useless. <laughs> and and my kitchen's too small to have uh, to have both of us like you know hammering stuff out. So Fair. I do what I can, but she's uh, she's like, nah, this is on me. I got it. Uh, so back to the over unders, uh, omega three dietary supplement. Uh, Man, these all require like science degrees, eh? Um, <laughs> omega three. I mean, I've heard there's benefits. Are they overstated? That's not for me to say. Um, I'm sure it's important. It sounds like it's important. Uh, I'll go overrated just because I hear a lot about it. I never, I never take heed on their advice. So, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, similar mentality. I, I, th- I think they also asked me the same question when they asked me about some over unders, uh, where it's just like. I don't do it and I feel fine. So probably overrated. You don't need yeah. those things. Get it out of yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Greek yogurt. Uh, underrated. I'm a big fan. Nice. It's uh, it's uh, sour, but it's uh, it's pretty tasty stuff. And uh, uh, Do you get it with the mixins in any kind or just like straight up plain? Usually yogurt? just a straight up. Yeah. And you, you mix like fruit in it and it's pretty good. So I'm a uh, fan. Brand of choice? Uh, the I don't even know. I just pick it up from, I'd have to, it's the classic blue one. Can't even tell you. Yeah, that one. Nice. Yeah. Strong choice. Yeah. Uh, Greek alphabet. Uh, underrated. It looks cool as hell, and uh, and I, I want to be able to write just some of those characters for sure, mm-hmm. but I can't do it. It's so useful in a lot of different uh, fields of study. Hey, well. yeah. If you're uh, if you're in any kind of mathematical field, you better know your Greek letters for sure. Uh, alphabet. The tech conglomerate that uh uh is behind google and whatever and other things uh overrated as fuck <laughs> am i allowed to swear on this podcast absolutely you, you can edit that out all right uh logic the rapper 
Uh, is he currently retired? Uh, yes, he retired as of his most recent album release, which was uh, either one or two weeks ago. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to form a strong opinion because the only thing I've actually heard from Logic is that old 188. The one yeah. That song, um, which was, uh, I mean, that was just an ensemble cast of different artists on that one, I think. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a good song. I think um, I've heard more about him than I've actually heard his music. So I'm going to say overrated. Um, but that's coming from a very ignorant background once again because I don't listen to him. So. Gotcha. Uh, so once he retired, he actually started streaming on Twitch. Uh, so he did like a listening party the day that the album came out, and then he did like a sort of lyrical breakdown on the Monday after as like his first big uh, "I'm a streamer now" type of a uh, type of broadcast. Cool it's guy. funny how there's it's funny how there's a lot of um kind of like ex celebrities who are, are kind of getting into that business. It's funny I was watching some Valorant streams a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and there was this guy who was streaming, and his name was Jordan Fisher, and I'm like, this guy's a lot of viewers. He's not like super highly ranked. He's up there. Mm-hmm but he's like clearly famous. And I realized I saw him in a movie. He's like an actor uh, and he played in one of those like Netflix films. And uh, I was like, uh, for a while there, I was like, Oh, you know what? Like, it's fine. Like if I'm not high ranked in Valorant, because like, you know, this isn't my day job. I mm-hmm. get home from work and I play this game every now and then. So like, I don't need to be plat. It's fine. <laughs> and then here's this like celebrity actor, who, like movie star. He's on here and he's like diamond rated. I'm like, well, fuck. Some people are just good at everything. <laughs> so yeah. Just that's the way funny. It is sometimes. Yeah. And then there's that old guy who used to do those YouTube videos. Uh, Ryan Higa, and I think mm-hmm. he's uh, he's doing some streaming as well now. So it's yep. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people there who are kind of moving in and finding a new passion, so to speak, on on video game streaming. It's funny. It's crazy, like the amount of donations that can come through sometimes. Oh, uh, for sure. I don't know if you've ever like actively watched a lot of Twitch streams, but man, yeah, I do. People I do are just sure. giving away money on that thing, and I, I I want some of it. I know, I know. For a while there, I was like, man, should I should I make a go of this? but I have neither the skill nor the charisma to make it happen. So yeah, the, the, uh, the charisma is a big, big hurdle. Oh, for sure. For Especially sure. in like the sort of infancy of like trying to stream, which is like, all right, I'm in my room. I'm playing my game. I'm having a good time. Uh, there is nobody here to watch. Do yeah. I, do I, do I expend the energy to try talking? Uh, and then, and then you just get in your own head. Exactly. Yeah. But it's fun uh, to watch. For sure uh logicism uh, is the next over under which i believe is a branch of philosophy okay uh, shout um, out uh my boy fraga shout out to, to shout out to logicism i'm uh, i'm pulling up a quick wikipedia yep um uh it's basically just like uh the 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 the, the study the of logic precursor like to math yeah. yeah yeah okay uh underrated um i don't there, I think there was kind of almost like a logic course in, in the math uh, when I was doing math at UW. Um, and I always thought that stuff was like, that was always my favorite part of math. Like I never, I never liked the super abstract, uh, you know, um, like group theory stuff or the linear algebra. Um, I was always just like, you know, I like to do proofs and I like logic and that stuff is, uh, I don't know if that's even closely related to, to this actual precursor thing but Me uh neither, but it was on the list that i was given <laughs> but hey it's uh it's a, the first sentence sounds kind of related so i'm gonna go with underrated uh when you were at uw taking math like those early level math courses were you in the 130 x stream or 140 x stream i was in the 130 yeah 140 would have killed me for sure yeah uh do you remember your profs at all oof i, I went to class so few times that i don't remember <laughs> it's funny like yeah um 
I'm trying to think. Yeah, especially in those first years. I mean, that's going back nine years now because I think when I, was, I started, it was 2011. So, mm-hmm. yeah, taking one math, 135, 136, I can't remember the profs at all. The only profs I remember were like, you know, my fourth year kind of econometrics um, professors. But beyond that, yeah, not really. Gotcha. Uh, next over under, getting stoned uh, as a leisure activity. Completely overrated. Um, I'm not a I'm not a stoner. Uh, I, I don't I don't indulge not, myself. Not not into that BC bud. No, no. It's uh, <laughs> I picked the wrong place to go. But uh, it's I mean it's just not alcohol is my poison. Excellent. Um, you, but, you got uh, you got to pick them. Yeah, everybody has a vice, and I uh, I certainly respect people who. Uh, hey, put it this way: when you're smoking weed, it's uh, it's not calories, right? When you drink, it is. So <laughs> maybe it's a healthier choice, but. It's not for but me. Not, I've always been the choice for you. Yeah, I've always been really weird about um for whatever reason. Like I'm fine with like drinking, or I'm fine with you know. But but if it's like smoking and getting stuff in my lungs, I've always had just like a pretty negative response mm-hmm. to that. And so I've Same. I've obviously smoked weed a few times, but uh, I have just never responded well to it. I've always gotten super paranoid too for whatever reason. So yeah, it's not for me. Very much the same, and I think it has to do with just like smoking in general, um, where. I think my viewpoint is that like, it doesn't matter if it's like tobacco or something. It's still just like you're burning something and inhaling it. That, that just can't be good. But then I look at calories and bears like, well, this is also not good, but yeah. Like we said, just got to pick your poison. Yeah. It's, um, it's organ roulette. Like which organ do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to ruin? And for me, I I value my lungs over my liver. So yeah. Uh, So our final over under is getting stoned as a punishment. (laughs) As a punishment, biblical style. Okay, okay. Um, uh, that's a good one. Under or overrated? Getting stones thrown at you as a punishment sounds pretty overrated. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> good to know. Um, so, John, if you were to host your own version of this show, where you attempt to reconnect with old friends, uh, who would be your most like prized guest? Most prize guests. Yeah. Just someone, just someone you really want to have on someone that's been in like the back of your mind every now and again. Uh, but you haven't, you haven't talked to in a while. Just haven't. Yeah. That's a really good question. Um, I could probably give you a couple names, but I think, I think if I were to give you one where it's like catching up with old friends that you haven't seen in a while, um, I would especially be interested in people who have changed kind of like dramatically um, since you've known them from high school. So I've always been curious. Um, you know, to see what Richard Schuett's doing, for example. I know he's like, he's really successful. Lawyer. I went to law, yeah, he went to law school and he's a lawyer and it's, uh, I would love to like shoot the shit with him just for just for an hour and, and see uh, see where his life took him and, and what he's up to now. So I think that'd be, that'd be super cool. That That's another person on the list of, uh, uh, yeah, in the long list that I've written down. Uh, yeah, and I think if I had to give you, point. yeah, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd watch the hell out of that. <laughs> And the uh, and the second one he's already been on the show would be uh, I think Will Will McLeish I think mm-hmm. he's uh, he's just had a really cool cool life and he's he's so talented at what he does with music oh, yeah, so, for sure. um, so it was I actually watched that whole episode with uh, with Will and that was awesome absolute banger of a guest yeah he knows his podcast game oh yeah he's uh, he's a he's a, he's an eloquent speaker too the guy the guy can spin words for sure so reeling it back a bit. You mentioned that you, like me, had some uh, academic struggles. W- would you say that that was like, actually, I'm going to rephrase. Uh, were there any other things in your life that you uh, struggled with 
uh, in the last while and how did or are you dealing with it? Um, yeah, there's, I think there's always things um, like to varying degrees. Um, you know, there are obviously like some relationship struggles, um, you know, early on in university and then, and then early on kind of after moving here. Um, and I think that's just a natural course of life with, with people. And then I think around the same time I, I started university, um, is when my, my parents got divorced as well. So, um, not that that was like any surprise really, like you could usually see that coming a mile away, but it's still, it's still a bit of a shock to the system when it happens. And so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be stuff that's thrown at you like that. And, um, and you know, once you're in your twenties, you just kind of find ways to adapt and deal with it. Um, I think since, since then, um, there's always going to be stressful times. Um, so I've been pretty stressed out with various things related to job or, or even just moving can be really stressful. Um, but, uh, but nothing, uh, nothing we can't handle. Lovely. Uh, so obviously a natural part of, uh, the sort of overcoming of those, of those problems is like having a good support network. Um, you've mentioned, you know, your connection to your brother uh is your support network mostly people that you've met in vancouver uh as part of like your job or whatever uh people from university people from high school like uh mm -hmm. where is your support network located sourced from yeah that's a great question i'll throw that right back at you after although you kind of already answered that with um mm -hmm. with your kind of persistent group of friends but um i think for me it's a bit of a mix yeah I, I am pretty close with some of my work friends here um so you know we'll hang out outside of work quite often and that's that's good obviously my brother and my parents i'm super close to and and my sister too just not as not as frequently and then um high school friends definitely not at all i'd say right now but um i did have an opportunity to make a, a few university friends um actually in my last couple of years there i worked at the uh, the old bomber um nice so and and that's obviously just a breeding ground for, for finding finding ways to socialize so um so <laughs> i made some friends by the way yeah yeah it's sad it's uh they closed down basically yeah the within within a year after you know leaving so it's it was a sad thing to hear for sure and you hope they'll do something good with the space but um but we'll see it's it was a fun place for sure i was up around the university area somewhat recently and like the area between slc and like mc that sort of bmh green area has just been like under construction for so long yeah, I guess they're completely like rebuilding the whole the whole uh, student life center area, right? They're building yeah. a pretty big complex. So, Everything. Uh, yeah, it's the thing with university campuses. There's always construction going on, so you, you just want to see this like finished product of like this is our this is our school, and this is like we want to show everybody like this is the mm -hmm. final product, all the big buildings and everything, and then it's always just kind of like eh, it looks kind of like shit. <laughs> so it's like so jarring the sort of architectural differences between something like E five or Nano, and then just like the old old ass like MC. What was it? MC, uh, yeah, brutalist, MC. Uh, DC or uh, not DC? Uh, DP library, just like yeah, that's that sixties. That sixties brutalist architecture is. Yeah. Uh, you got to wonder why that was a thing, you know? But uh, <laughs> but it's hilarious. But, yeah. There's a lot of buildings here in Vancouver where, um, in the west end of downtown, it's it's kind of the same thing. It's like a bunch of high rises started going up in the sixties, and it's all that like brutal concrete. And it's like, man, I just want all like I want to bomb these buildings and put up glass condos. <laughs> like it's just. Like it's a complete eyesore and it's, it's just, it boggles my mind that someone one day looked at that in like 1959 and was like, I'll spend a decade building buildings that look like shit uh, for no reason. So, um, but it's, uh, it's funny. Just, uh, just function over form. Yeah, Simantra. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Gets the yeah. job done. Yeah, for sure. And was that kind of the case for you as well? Um, 
going back to the uh, the university the struggles thing, I mean, having your support network, I guess, because you had your friends kind of close by as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that kind of uh, conducive to helping you kind of get through that as well? So I think I retreated heavily into video games. Uh, so basically my first year at university, I, I met one of my close friends in uh, a week because we just kind of bonded over StarCraft and uh, the, the laughably uh, easy like high school math competitions was like, man, what a bunch of chumps they are. They were to challenge us with these things. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that connected me to like a bunch of people from Hamilton who, uh, who for the most part were very similar to me and played a lot of video games in like their free time. Um, and it was like good to connect that way. But then I would look at sort of other different groups of friends that I have and be like, well, these, I don't want to compare, but you know, the, 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 the difference in terms of like mainstream success as like a career or like academia was like the difference was pretty stark and I just no longer fit in with the group that was doing well academically or had like super good jobs. Right. Um, and just kind of retreated more into like playing video games a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's pretty standard. Yeah. Sure. And, that, and that's like a difficult thing to sort of, I, I found to, to talk about my academic struggles where um, like, I don't know how the conversation would go in a way that would be helpful. Like I know that I knew that the support was always there, but like there's nothing that they're going to do. This is like a, like there's a me problem for sure. Just had to figure it out somehow. Just yeah. waiting for and like yeah, and man, it's a tough thing too. I mean, um, it, I I was always in the same boat too, right? And and I also kind of escaped in the same way into into just gaming. And it's funny because you know I don't know about you, but for me, I definitely have like an addictive personality. So it was a really hard cycle to break out of where I was mm-hmm. like. You know, I wanted to kind of get back on track with school and get things done, but I just had this addictive, uh, you know, personality where, I, you know, I, I found myself staying up super late, just doing nothing except, you know, grinding away at a computer. And it was, uh, it was, uh, it was definitely a struggle to, to break that habit. So, um, like yeah, if, I, if I could just was, found a way to be addicted to completing tasks for my, my, my school, like, uh, just like reconfigure my brain so that that was the new addiction. Like that would be, exactly. Yeah. That would have been great. But, yeah, if yeah. we could, if we all had the power to rewire ourselves to be addicted to the good, so-called good habits of life, then I think, uh, then I think we'd be, uh, we'd be in a pretty good spot for sure. But for sure. It's, it's not an easy thing to do. Absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, like knowing that support was available made me like not want to fully give up uh, in terms of like life. Yeah, like, no, I, for I, sure. I knew that there was like a path somewhere. I just needed to to find it. Yeah. Uh, so John, is there anything else you wanted to, you want to talk about? Man, I just want to say a uh, huge, honestly, huge thanks to, uh, to inviting me on the show. And I think it's a, I think it's a really cool thing you're doing. Um, it's a pretty, pretty cool concept to reach out to people and it takes guts too, to just reach out to people you haven't talked to in, in 10 years and be like, Hey, want to, want to be on my show for an hour? It is absolutely um, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's, uh, I think that's awesome. And I'm, I'm super excited to, to continue watching the rest of the shows. So I appreciate um, your support, man. Uh, well, uh, as always, we like to end our episode with a little section called plugs where I give you a moment to just shout out anything that you want, anything of your own work, anything of someone else's work that you want to get out there. Um, yeah. 
yeah, yeah let's let's, let's, let's do it. Uh, I can I can scrape together a few here. So let's uh, let's see. First of all, big shout outs to Chris Waugh, our uh, our awesome host, for for doing this. Um, big shout outs to my partner Michelle for ducking behind the camera when she's trying to get to the kitchen. <laughs> um, big shout outs to uh, yeah, big shout outs to Professor Ding Hai Zhu of Econometrics oh, yeah. four twenty three, Um I can't and, remember uh, what class I took with him, but it wasn't econometrics. It was a different econ class. Anyways, I'm interrupting your plugs. Yeah, I think that's I think that's all I had. I, I do the cheesy stuff of plugging my family and, and all that shit, but uh, they they know, so that's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Thanks so much for having me on, man. No problem. Thanks for being on. Uh, takes takes as brave a person to to appear as it does to to reach out. Uh, and my plug for this week is just you know. Reach out to someone, anyone. Hey, love to hear it. That's all. All right. Uh, as always, have yourselves a good night, evening, day, whatever time you may be listening to this. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>